NOCO FM's coverage of the 2019 Underground Music Showcase is supported by its listeners and by Audible.com. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible.com allows you to listen to an expansive library of books for every taste on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, tablet, or computer. To learn more and get a 30-day free trial as well as a free audiobook of your choice, which is yours to keep whether you continue after the trial ends or not, go to noco.fm slash audible. That's noco.fm slash audible. And thanks to audible.com for their support of NOCO FM. Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here in the best real estate at UMS. This is the side of the Goodwill. It has the best feng shui. It has the best graffiti. And I am here with R&B and pop rising artist, Zach Maxwell. Hello, Mr. Zach. What's up, man? (laughs) So how are you enjoying this lovely weekend of UMS so far? Have you seen any cool shows yet? It's been great so far. I mean, what we were just talking about, the vibe is just killer. Just amazing energy, you know? Um, I saw, I don't remember the name of the band, but I saw a rock band, like a punk, it was like a female punk band at Three Kings last night. That was pretty sick. Very nice. And so you came to us from New York. So you have been in Denver for about four years now. Can you, uh, kind of tell us a little bit about what, uh, how you came to the decision to come from New York to Denver to do music? Totally. So we, my... My wife and I um, had been going to Burning Man every year, and um, in 2013, we met a couple who had been living in Denver since, like, around the time we were born, Mm -hmm. and we just became friends with them, and they were like, you should come visit us in Denver, and we had no intention of moving at all. I had never been to Denver before. I'd been skiing in Colorado before, but never been to Denver before, and uh, we came to visit them, and literally in 48 hours, we were like... This place is great. We're fucking, we're fucking moving. Absolutely. And we moved seven weeks later. Wow. Yep. So totally took that impulse. Yep, totally did. And, you know, I knew that the music scene was going to be smaller, but I actually really was excited about that. You know, I felt that New York had become very difficult in terms of just the amount of people trying to get shows, right? And so it was just a, it was just a pain. You know what I mean? And no disrespect to that city. That's my home town that I grew up in and I came up in and I love New York. But I was looking forward to just a, a change of scenery. And I discovered that the Denver music scene was uh, and is incredible. Super intimate, um, small but growing, and um, a lot of incredible artists and people to collaborate with. So it was the best decision we've ever made. That's awesome. So I'm glad it's working out for you. What are some of your favorite venues that you've played in Denver up to this point? Um, I loved playing. I played two shows at Ophelia's. I played one last year and this year, and I had a great time there. Um, We did a really cool show last August at Syntax Physic Opera, which is now the Broadway Roxy, which I'm really excited about playing again. Um, I played my first show in Denver at Lost Lake, which was great. And then I did a residency that was really kind of how I built my following at a venue called Your Mom's House, which was like super fun. And we played a show there every month for about six to eight months. I don't remember the exact amount of time, but like I'm really grateful to that venue because that's really where I got my start and really uh, kind of 
built a following for myself. That's really great. Can you tell me a little bit about your background as a musician? What inspired you to pursue it as a career and what inspires you as an artist? Completely. Um, I started playing piano when I was three and uh, played all through high school and then picked up the guitar when I was 15 and that was really the game changer. But the straw that kind of broke the, like the nail in the coffin was I was playing guitar, electric guitar in a cover band in college and um, we played this house party and it was it was like a religious experience for me you know or maybe i that's a religious ex is a weird word i guess because for me that means like a spiritual experience you know what i mean it wasn't like we weren't playing like church music or anything um but it was like the most epic experience i ever had like it was really a life-changing experience that for me was like all right if this is what music is and can be I have no choice but to dedicate my life to it. Absolutely, just carrying out that that bonding and that that togetherness that you feel when you're all experiencing a good show it simultaneously. Was, yeah, it was the connection to the audience. It was two things. It was the connection to the audience, and then it was an experience I had where I was playing guitar. It was the last song, and I I've, t I've talked about this in interviews before where. I didn't know what I was still relatively new to the guitar at that point, and we were supposed to end the show, and. Um, the piano player looked at me and was like, you got to do something because the, uh, the crowd is feeling it so much. And I didn't know what to play because I hadn't practiced that song. And I literally felt myself step out kind of back behind my body. Yeah. And like, I felt like something kind of started playing for me. And I looked out at the audience and everyone was jumping up and down and looking at me and we were all in it together. And I was like, this is unlike any drug I've ever taken in my whole life. <laughs> and it was, that was it, that was it. Yeah, you can't you can't really compete with those natural highs. No, and I'm hoping that tonight is is gonna give everyone a little taste of that for sure. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the show that you have coming up tonight. First show in Denver in five months, debuting some new material um, off an EP that I'm going to be releasing in November, called "Kill the Kingdom." Excellent. It's all about saying "fuck you" to the patriarchy. <laughs> we, we can do a hard look to the camera on that one. We hate the patriarchy. Yeah, for real. It's that's what it's about. It's like, you know, from across the world. I think it's time for a, a change, and uh, that's what this EP is all about. And um, so I'll be debuting some new material from that, and some some cover songs. And I just, it's gonna be hot in there, and I just want people to just dance and get sweaty and of us all in it together you know that's why i wore my breathing clothes <laughs> so tell us a little bit about uh your music specifically what's influenced you kind of the vibe that you that you're going for with your songs and your music well i come from like i would say two opposite camps of of like main influences so the first it was really i had that experience in college and it like i say it was a religious experience for me and so i started to get really um, into and obsessed with any music where the intention behind it was to help connect people to a high, you know, higher consciousness, God, something bigger than themselves, whatever you want to call it, right? So for me, there were two opposite camps. It was The Grateful Dead and Fish, okay. and it was, it was old school acapella black gospel music from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. So Sam Cooke and the Soulsters, the Swan Silvertones, and then, you know, more contemporary Sweet Honey and the Rock. And that, that was all I listened to for my 
whole time in college. It was like Fish and the Dead and acapella gospel music because for me, that was what helped connect me to that place. And then um, I grew up listening to Prince. So my stepmother was a Broadway dancer and she would have these house parties where all of her Broadway friends would come over and they would just bang Prince and Michael Jackson. So that was really where I, you know, that was like my musical foundation. Mm -hmm. And those are two artists who I feel also really just take people to that place. And so that really is the foundation of my, my musical upbringing. And like Prince, you know, I play a lot of different instruments and I produce all my own music myself. And so he was really the template of like what's possible as an artist, of being able to wear a lot of different hats and have it work. And so that's the intention behind my music. And that's really what I try to do in my shows is like, obviously I want people to have a good time, but, but I feel like I succeed when we have that feeling of collective consciousness, of, of connection where we're all in it, you know, and that's really why I do what I do. That's awesome, and that's really, I, I can't wait to see your show tonight and, and feel that energy coming out from you to the audience. Now, when you're on stage, is it just you performing, or do you have a backing band with you? So I have an incredible drummer who goes by the name Beatmaster D. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and um, I have two background singers. One of them is in London tonight, so I will just have one of them with me tonight. Okay. Um, she's incredible. Her name is Pamela Grace. And then for the first time, I'm having a DJ on stage with me, um, which I'm really excited about. And she DJs all over Colorado. Her name is DJ Sin. And so I'm really psyched about that. So I'll have some, some great musicians on, on stage with me. That's nice. So you'll be doing a little bit of experimentation, working yep. with the DJ for the first time. Yep. Oh, and we'll have two dancers, too. Oh, wow. So you'll be stacked. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Are there any, so you mentioned that you play uh, all the instruments on uh, your albums, on your songs, in the recordings. Uh, how many different instruments can you play? Um, I said like the main, I, I don't play, I used to play the trumpet when I was a kid, but I tried to pick it up again like about two years ago and it was just like, that is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So piano, bass, and guitar. Yeah, and I used to fuck with the banjo too. So, oh, awesome. yeah. Is that the next uh, musical frontier? To the next instrument to master? You know, I was really into bluegrass music in college, uh, specifically because Jerry Garcia was like such a great banjo player. Sure. I think now it's not a priority. I think I would kind of mess with it a little bit in making beats. You know, like bring a little band. Like, I mean, where do they have that banjo sample? Oh yeah, um, Little Nas X. Right right kind of brought banjo with those big 808 drums like it was mm -hmm. a super sick fusion yeah absolutely and that sounds definitely coming back into pop yeah. as well but i'm not really focusing right now on learning too many new instruments sure. i'm focusing a lot more on my dancing and more just like my space as a person and like meditation and really trying to be able to be as present as i possibly can mm -hmm. in my creative process and on stage because i know that that's really everything in terms of having that connection with an audience and holding that that container you know where we can all just be connected to each other mm -hmm. um and then i practice piano a lot because right. i just that's guitar is my primary instrument and it's the instrument i'm strongest at but i just love to play the piano awesome do you do any dancing when you're on stage to help support your supporting dancers i do Awesome. Yeah. That's going to be really great. I can't wait to yeah. see it. Oh, and I just picked up the talk box. That's a new one. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I will be playing the talk box tonight for the first time. Very exciting. Yeah. So breaking so many boundaries tonight. 
So thank you very much, Zach. This was awesome. Is there anything else you would like to say to the lovely people at home, to UMS in general, for putting on such a wonderful showcase these past couple days? Uh, well, thank you to Kyle Hartman for making this possible and uh, to the UMS for, for asking me to play. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Zach Maxwell Music, Zach with an H. And uh, on Spotify, I got two new singles that came out this year, an EP I released last year, and then Kill the Kingdom will come out in November, which I'm super psyched about. It's, it's the thing I'm most excited to be releasing to the world of anything I've ever done. So Awesome. Well, yeah. we're very excited to hear that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, my friend. Thanks, man. Absolutely. This has been a production of NOCO FM.